0: Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of America.com. I am Rich Doc Hayden, and I'm with Harpo. And here we are. It is the last week in March. Spring has definitely sprung in LA. And Harpo, from what I hear, it's going to be beautiful down there.
1: Yeah, this weekend is going to be nice.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Maybe get some good weather. But the pollen count is is
0: through the roof right now. Ooh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, I swear, if we could bottle this up and turn
1: it into a bomb, I think we could tear some people up (laughs)
0: good.
1: Yeah. With this yellow southern pollen down
0: here. Back when I was growing up in New York, I used to get it really bad. And luckily out here, because it's so dry and there's not as much of it, uh, you know, as many trees, it's not as bad, thank goodness.
1: You know, it didn't used to bother me. Like, growing up, I could roll in it, breathe it in. And it never bothered me until I joined the Marines and came out there for four years. And then when I come back home, man, it's it's, it's got me every year it's in life.
0: Uh, I guess there's something something you, you you drank the water in Iraq or something, and it gave it to you. I don't
1: know what it was. But now, <laughs> I've, I've, I've never had a problem with allergies until then. Cool.
0: So, so... So this episode, we wanted to do something a little more positive. So last week we talked about the rise of China and Russia and then some of the challenges that the U.S. is having with Mexico. And I had to admit, it was kind of a bummer. I was editing it down and I was kind of like, ah. Oh, and I said, you know what? This week, let's do something a little more positive and a little more forward-looking in spite of all the news. And so the question I posed To Harpo, is what are some of the things that we, as individuals, can do to help America and to help the world? And maybe that seems a little Pollyannish, but you know I think that all of us have the ability to affect change. We're you know we're not all like the president, or you know we're not all a king, so we can't move countries, move societies, but we can definitely do things that are within our power and, you know, if enough of these people are doing enough of these things, maybe we can make some change. So, you know, what are some of the things that we can do as individuals and as citizens? So, Harpo, in your opinion, what what are some of the things that you or somebody in your position could do or something that you could contribute to? I
1: mean, I think what, what the, uh, I think what America as a whole needs to do to, to better America is turn their TVs off and live within their communities, you know, better their communities instead of watching what's on TV happening thousands of miles away from your home and letting it affect the way you live back at home, I think would help mm-hmm. the rise and, and the healing of
0: America. Mm-hmm. I imagine you would include, like, social media in that as well. I Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Any kind of media, social media, television media,
1: you know any way you can get it Mm -hmm. and just live, you know, within your community and where you work, your workplace and your church and your schools and make change there instead of trying to watch something that happens a thousand thousand miles away and expect to just sit there and talk about it and not ever change it.
0: Mm Yeah, I tend to agree because, you know, one of the things that I sometimes get hung up on I you know I watch the news I'm an avid news watcher and trying to balance this idea of being informed and kind of knowing what's going on in the world but at the same time being able to distance myself from it when you know need be so yeah if something does happen in Washington or even like in Georgia you know paying attention to it and kind of knowing what's going on but but not getting too spun up in it. You know what I mean? Yep. Because, you know, one of the things Harpo and I were talking about earlier is that um, there's actually a lot of challenges in Georgia, you'd say right now, with the uh, these new election laws that were passed?
1: Yeah, I mean, just a law got passed, and the other side doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the story of politics right now. Even
0: at the federal level, yep, I agree, and like this last week I've admittedly taken a bit of a news break. I've been busy at work, which is nice, and um I have read a little bit about the these new voter laws in georgia, and yeah, and i and it's because on one hand i I want to you know participate and have an opinion, but on the other hand, I'm not in Georgia and hearing. California it's not really going to uh, affect my life at all so yeah so it's interesting sometimes we do just have to turn it you know turn the TV off and pay a little more attention to at home yep you know so um, so okay so what I know
1: well, I'm uh, saying be more, be, be more active in your community instead of so active on social
0: media I 100% agree with that one too so what are some of the things that um,
1: you do uh, in your community
0: you know I'm a I volunteer I'm a baseball coach for a 9 and 10 year old baseball team for the uh, rec department which I coach my son Mm -hmm.
1: but I you know I have 12 kids on the team so that I hope will all learn the game of baseball at the same time learn how to be a a good citizen Mm -hmm. and uh, make this community a better better place and have you know have fun at the same time Mm -hmm.
0: nice nice yeah, that's that's a good that's a good one, and that's something that I think not only is good, but something that you know you know about baseball, you know about sports, so it's something that you can make a unique contribution to. Um, so that's cool.
1: And I man, there's so many kids playing in sports this year. I mean, I was pretty surprised at the number of teams and the number of kids that turned out just because we lost it last year. Didn't no mm-hmm. kid get to do anything last year? This year, you know, ready to play. Nice. wanting to play? There's a lot of kids out there. Nice, nice. excellent I mean, i've I've got a I've got a nine and ten year old team, and I think there's probably out of the twelve I got, I think there's probably four, maybe maybe five that this is the first time they've ever played any kind of baseball. Oh, nice. So there's there's a lot of kids, you know.
0: Nice, very. And I, I guess are they, out there. are they getting into it? Oh yeah. Nice. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm. See, man, 9 and 10, that's the funnest year right there. Yeah.
0: These kids are coachable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. them. Very cool. Very cool. It's interesting because one of the things that I learned from the military, and the Marines actually stress this a bit more than the Navy, is to lead by example. And, you know, leadership is not, you know, being braveheart and getting up and giving a big speech and, and rallying everybody. Leadership could be as simple as just showing up on time, making sure when you're there that you're paying attention and you're into it and you are just setting a good example and just, you know, being there and being, um the, you know, Sergeant Major Barrett, the um, Sergeant Major that we served under in Iraq, he said, the highest compliment you could ever pay anyone is to say, I can count on you. And I was like, oh, you know, that's that's actually true. Like, and just like, Show up and just just be there for your people. And if you can just do that, you know, half a life is showing up. You know what I mean? That's it. Be loyal. Yep. So, cool, cool. Yeah, you know, so when I first moved back to L.A. back in 2016, I volunteered for the International Rescue Committee. And it's a volunteer organization. And what we did was we taught citizenship classes to immigrants who were coming to the U.S., had their green card and wanted to get their citizenship. So the uh, IRC had free classes at different libraries around Los Angeles. And what the IRC did was um, they had these free classes at libraries for people who, you know, immigrants who had their green card and wanted to become U.S. citizens. So I basically just taught U.S. history, government, politics uh to immigrants and i got to a couple of them went on to get their citizenship and i was actually able to go to a couple of swearing in ceremonies they had them down at the la convention center and they'd have like a a thousand people at once swear and get their citizenship and um it was mostly mostly from mexico and central america but um we did have one korean guy which was cool so So yeah, volunteer work is definitely uh, something. The other one that, Harp, I know you and I can uh, do a lot of work with is um, working with veterans. You know, veterans are a community that um, have a lot of challenges and a a lot of potential, both kind of mixed in to the same. I, you know, I worked on a, um, and I'm actually still working, because I'm working on the book, an oral history of Iraq and Afghanistan. But one thing I think I I we kind of love to get back involved with is uh, maybe go work with some veterans organizations and, you know, help out some vets that are struggling or, uh, you know, potentially dealing with some things. And although you know, there are a lot of... 2-7 has a lot of groups, like on Facebook and stuff, that have um, not quite gone... I wouldn't say gotten quiet during COVID, but have been a little more... Online and we haven't had as many meetups and stuff uh, since then. But yeah, veterans is another cons- you know group that we could work with. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So you got the volunteer thing. What what are what are some other ideas? I mean, I think raising
1: raising good citizens in your household, mm-hmm. like don't teach your kids hate right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think we'll uh, do a lot of good. Mm-hmm its it's—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's surprising
0: to me the amount of kids out there that just know hate. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to teach them. So. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, just yeah, being a a force for good. I, you know, I do. My daughter's still four, so she's still a little young for all of that, and still hasn't been exposed to a lot of that yet. But like, you know, at least me, like, I try to spend as much time as possible with it like. This weekend took her to the park on Saturday. We went to the beach yesterday and um, yeah, just try to every once in a while we're we plunk her down and let her watch a movie or let her watch some cartoons like um actually right now as I record she's doing that right now. But as soon as like we're done, I'm gonna go get her, try to spend some time with her, try to, you know, ask her about her day because every moment you spend with your kids and engaging with them, it's you know, not uh, it's not just nice for them, but like you know, they are teaching them how to live. You know what I mean? Yep. So, because yeah, because you know, one of the one of the things I think that has been lost a little bit is that you know, there's just there's there's not as how can I say this? There in in the U.S. there's there's not as many private organizations, not private organizations, but organizations to you know, come together and do as much for the, the community as they used to be. They're still they still they definitely still exist. But people have to, you know, make more of an effort to go out and do it instead of, you know, it, it being, you know, much more a part of life. You know what I'm saying? You know, like these volunteer organizations are out there, but you gotta like like seek them out. And um, some people do. Like there 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 are a lot of people who volunteer in in New York. Actually, there was a nonprofit called New York Cares, and they were actually they were really good. They had um, you just log on, and they had every every day of the week they had like volunteer opportunities. So if you had like three free hours on like a Tuesday or something, this is back before I you know Leah but if you got like three free hours uh, just go ahead and like volunteer and I went down um, back after I graduated grad school I had a couple months where I was I had graduated but I was looking for a job so I had I had a lot of free time and like I went down and like volunteered at a senior's home and we were just like teaching them how to like surf the internet you know what I mean so um, like little stuff like that you know so you
1: meet a lot of people too when you do stuff like that
0: hmm hmm definitely, definitely. And um we went, my, my wife and I actually, we went once back when we were living in New York, we went to a pediatric ward in a hospital, and what happened was somebody had painted a mural. it was like an undersea mural, and they um the outline was there, and the project was like, just come in and just paint it was like a coloring book but paint the fish and paint the fish any color you want you know what I mean so just like stay in the lines you know so yeah everybody had these different colored fish and like yeah and my wife made a friend there and it was yeah it was it was really cool that was definitely one of the more fun ones that we did so um but yeah. yeah cause uh, you know it's I, I thought about our um I thought about our podcast last week and as I was editing it down I was like you know we can't just we can't just give up you know what I mean we can't just give up I know there's a lot of painful shit going on in the world I social media I've actually really really reduced my social media intake um, because it's just it's it's nothing but you get get a couple nice posts yeah it is because you get a couple now listen to this here's what's weird here's what I think is, is weird about social media one of the things I think is weird is like I don't think the human brain is designed to hear a thousand voices at once. You know what I mean? Because like, when you're scrolling on Facebook, you'll get like, okay, like you get like pictures of people's family, that's nice. Pictures of like people on their vacation, that's nice. Then like, you know, pictures of like people in love, that's nice. So you're like, okay, that's nice, that's nice. Then all of a sudden, it's like some political viewpoint that you don't agree with. You're like, okay, that's kind of bummer. And then like, maybe like, I saw this crazy video, which I couldn't take my eyes off of. It was um, this guy, this Marine, he was like, um, I guess he lived in Colorado or something. But like, it was, his whole thing was like, for everybody that voted to let wolves run free, check out this video. And I guess they, um, I guess they passed a law. I think it was Colorado that said like, you can't hunt wolves or kill wolves. And the video was like a, a, a somebody's dog that was just chained up to their house, like normal. It was, pretty, but then this pack of wolves just came and like attacked and ate this dog. And I was like, Why the fuck am I even watching this? If I had to watch the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like somebody's kid smiling. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, okay. This is this is weird. So like, it ping-pongs us, and we don't need to hear everybody's fucking opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck do I give a, a fuck about like this kid in this guy in high school that I didn't like back then? That if there wasn't for social media, it would be totally out of my life, and yet I gotta hear him like, you know, bitching about like, you know, his wife or his girlfriend or something. Like, what, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yep. So, anyway. Oh, yeah, so sorry. That's on. I'm on my rant. <laughs> it, it is. A, it is. Social media is a depressing thing.
1: It,
0: it is. It is. So. Now the other thing. Now my friend Lewis, who is in avid listener of this podcast Doc Rourke, you may remember him from Iraq, but he, um, one thing he he always says to me, and I've started to do a little more, is he's like, man, when you're, anytime you want to get on social media or, you know, like turn on the TV just like, just go read a book and like, read a book about what was happening you know, a history book or or something, because people have dealt with what we're dealing with now—not necessarily social media—but like historically, there have been different societies have had tumultuous times, and they've had difficulty. Historically, it's like read about how they got through it and and what they did, because it'll definitely open your eyes way more than just reading the news every damn day. You know what I mean? Oh
1: yeah. So
0: you probably don't have a ton of time to read books with all your uh, with all your kids.
1: No, there ain't, there ain't too much book reading. Yeah, yeah, and I don't.
0: I actually am guilty of that too. I'm,
1: I do good to catch what news I can catch.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, I uh, uh, I'm a guilty of that as well. I, I should read more. So, um, but yeah. So, 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 so that's that. But like, I think I think if everybody contributes, does a little bit, and tries to get themselves as informed as possible, um, we're at least gonna be a little better than yep. where we're at. You know what I mean? So, so. Let me ask you this. Now you, on well, your so your kids are a little bit older than mine and they're probably still too young to talk about like what you want to like do in life.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. They all have their goals but or their dreams but i older to anyway. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. What, what do they say if you don't mind sharing?
1: Well, I mean it's mostly sports right really. One wants to be a baseball player the other one wants to be a gymnast. Oh nice. Oh okay. So, and that's what they're both into.
0: Very cool. Very cool. And uh, I guess for the um the gymnast, the, the um your son or your daughter wants to be a gymnast? My daughter. Okay. So I guess you you guys take her to to, to gy- uh um to these competitions and gym class and so forth? Yeah, she does all
1: that. Nice. Gymnastic stuff. Nice, nice, yeah. 'Cause 'cause and then
0: yeah, and I guess do you... now do you notice that doing all that um spills over into other aspects of her life like when i say that like um in terms of school and um does it help her in other areas of her uh her life
1: i mean on the competitive side yeah but she's still shy as all get out okay she lives she lives in her little bubble oh okay all right and maybe uh, hopefully that you know the gymnastics will help her get out of it a little bit it's... Again, you know they lost competitions last year, so this is really like her first year going at it mm-hmm. she did a little bit the year before, but didn't get to do nothing last year, so we'll see mm-hmm. but she seems to enjoy it
0: nice, nice, yeah, you know my one one thing my daughter actually um is not is shy, which is she's shy around other like oh adults. But like with kids, she's um, generally pretty good, and yeah, well, you know, well, the thing that I found instead of like trying to pressure her to do something, I just like when I, I try to like get really really excited about something, and then um, hopefully she kind of runs with it. You know what I'm saying? Like she, if she's like, oh wow, Dad's excited about it, and it's cool. Like, we listen to like a lot of music, and we have dance parties and stuff. So I'm kind of turning her on to. To my music, and I can tell she's already kind of a musical musical girl she sings a lot, you know what I mean, so I just kind of, yeah, I just kind of hope that like I keep kind of um if I keep making it look exciting that she just sort of eventually takes it runs you know runs with it on her own and and she's still she's four so she's still so she's gonna she still has a whole life to live, you know what I mean, so- yeah. mm-hmm. uh well cool, cool cool yeah, yeah cause um, you know ultimately it's, it's it's my hope that you know we um uh, eventually we just all got to kind of how can, I say, how can I say this best we all got to make a contribution some sort of positive contribution it doesn't have to be there's no like rule book for what that has to be but we all got to give uh, something because we can't it's too important to let it go you know what I'm saying I don't want to look at my daughter um, you know 20, 30 years from now and have her be like, well, what do you do? Like, uh, we just kind of gave up. We didn't do anything. Like, nope. We tried. Even if some of our efforts don't work and they kind of fail, like, we got to at least be able to look them in the eye and say, hey, we did our best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So,
1: so. I'm hoping that it's going to get better. I don't, I'm don't. i hoping that it can't get no worse. Yeah. It's only, it can only get better. Yeah.
0: Well, not to bum you out, but it can be worse, because we went to Fallujah, so we see what we've seen what worse can look like, you know. That is true. You know? But I you know, I actually see I'm sometimes I get down. But I'm an eternal optimist. And one thing about America is that it is, and one thing about not just America, but democracy is that it does go through phases and it goes through positive phases and it goes through negative phases. And the, you know, we went through the Civil War, which was horrible, but we survived. We went through the Great Depression, which was terrible, um, but we survived. We went through the Cold War, which was very, very scary, but we survived. And we're entering a new phase and, uh, you know, we could... Uh, it's, it's never going to be perfect. And even throughout the highest, the, the, the best parts of American history, there have been problems and there have been people who have not benefited from it, so it's never been perfect, but it's definitely, uh, we've definitely gone up and down and we're, we're in a, we're definitely in a low point at the moment, but, um, I hope, I you know, I kind of hope that, uh, um, our gen, or the, you know, our kids' generation, um, they're, you know, the, the outlook isn't as, Positive for them, but hopefully when they come to power, they kind of take some of the lessons learned, and um, hopefully, I hope they see all the kind of bickering that you know our generation and the previous generation does, and says, "Hey, listen, it's time to we gotta put that aside and, and come together. It's possible. It's possible. That's it. It's possible." So that
1: being said,
0: what you, 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 do you have any other any other thoughts for? us as Americans a path forward
1: I was gonna say that the bickering is all mostly being done by senior officials though politicians mm-hmm. seems like it's the old ones that do most of the bickering yeah hopefully the younger generation will hopefully us our generation cause those guys will and gals will have to officially perish you know mm-hmm. I hope our generation doesn't fall into into that.
0: One of the things we we
1: are the ones that are going to have to change it. Absolutely. Not our kids.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know we have to change it for our kids.
0: One of my hopes, and maybe maybe you and I should be the ones who go out and do this, but one of my hopes is that Iraq and Afghanistan are going to produce. A number of uh, veteran politicians who, I hope, have the interests of the country best at heart. And there are actually quite a few that are in Congress right now. I think of Tammy Duckworth on the um, Democratic side. Um, Oh, gosh, Dan Crenshaw in Texas. Who else? Who are some of the other Iraq and Afghanistan um, veterans? I should know this. I think there's going to be a lot just at the local level. Mm -hmm.
1: You go all the way to the local like city councilman or county commissioner or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of veterans that try to hold office. So it's, yeah, it's my
0: hope that we get a lot of Iraq and Afghanistan, post 9-11 veterans. And we're kind of like, now, it's like, I just turned 41, so we're now starting to really hit that that age demographic where we start running for office because if you figure a couple people a little little bit older than me and um, at the end, and you know, to be completely fair to politicians, it is not an easy job. It's a very, very difficult thing. If <laughs> if we're always screaming, you can imagine um, you can imagine what they have to wake up to every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's going to be one step at a time. But yeah, it 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 kind of yo yos between good times and bad times. And I'm going to say this too. And it's and sorry if I'm ranting. You got to jump jump in if I'm if I'm ranting too much, but. I do think that ultimately our system is better than the Chinese system. And I have to admit that they did much better than us with COVID. There's no denying that. But the reason they're able to do that is because they have a very authoritarian system. And they can literally nail people into their, you know, and nail people into their houses and apartments and, and not let them come out. We can't do that in the U.S. So... You know, I read one thing that said that um, you know they' they're very very confident right now but this is kind of an exceptional case and um, their system was very well designed for a you know a problem like this but it might not be for others and I think when you get like a, a country like that that's very autocratic and that's that's very centralized if you have the guy at the top, Making good decisions, um, it can be more efficient than democracies in a way because the decisions are just flowing from one guy and he has power, And whereas we're kind of squabbling. So if the guy at the top is smart and is competent, then it can be more efficient. But that's a big, big if. You get somebody like Chairman Mao, who was a fanatic and really had some pretty crazy ideas and kind of runs the country into the ground then um, it's really hard for them to change course so you know they could just be one or two bad rulers away from you know going right back to some of the dark places that they were. Anyways so that's what I'm saying I, I don't know like I said I'm an optimist by nature even though I get down sometimes I do think that it's Up to us, and I think that there's there's still an inherent goodness in America. One one thing that you say, Harpo, that um, I think is kind of underrated now. Like we have we all of us we have the we have the world in our in our in our hands with cell phones, but it's a very small picture of the world. And I bet you you know what if you were to come out to L.A. right now, and I were to show you around, and you were surrounded by Democrats. But You were with me I'd show you a good time and they'd be nice to you vice versa in Georgia if I went down to Georgia and you would introduce me to your friends and family and um, we'd all get along uh, pretty pretty well you know what I'm saying and like in, in interperson you know even though there are challenges I still think person to person we still for the most part get along pretty well and if we had more of that heck we might even get along better you know what I mean oh yeah you know so
1: yeah you know, I, like I said, we I came out to Vegas four or five months ago. I didn't have any problems out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was pretty pleasant. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, you know, most parts. And if, like, well, I'm going to take you to New York one day. And I guarantee you'll be, when you first get there, you'll probably be a little overwhelmed. But, like... After a couple days, once you kind of kind of get, get into the groove a little bit, and you'll see like um, New Yorkers, it's very fast, very moving since it's a big city. But kind of once you sort of break the ice, then uh, most people in New York are actually very kind and and very uh, uh, very willing to help you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, yeah, in Vegas too. I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. So all right, man. Well. Any maybe we we'll, maybe we'll just end it there man just end it on a uh, end it on a positive note that i think there you person go. people are a bit nicer well i can de- i can definitely say in person people are nicer than they are on social media on the internet that's that goes without saying so you yeah. so, know all right well you got anything anything else
1: that's it man
0: cool well next week everybody we got a special treat for you i'm not going to ruin the surprise but we got something very fun Coming up next week, and uh, make sure you tune in. And the very last thing I'm going to say, you know, I, Harp, I'm going to echo what you said. Everybody that's listening this week, take a day or two just to put social media aside, to put the news aside, and just really just reach out to people that you can communicate with directly, whether it's people at your job or people around you or like family members. You might call you know call your mom or something you know what i mean and do that so that's kind of it all right anything else that's it man all right everybody thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week